Refresh your wardrobe with lifestyle stylish collection that's totally worth it. Shop for curated fashion essentials from 3.99 and trendy work from home styles from 4.99. Visit your nearest store today. Style that's worth it. Lifestyle, your style, your store. Hello everyone. Welcome to Crew Room Conversations. I am your host Nitin Velde and I'm delighted to bring to you stories, anecdotes and experiences of some of the best air warriors of the Indian Air Force. So do stay tuned. Happy listening and Jai Hind. Have you ever seen a Surikiran aerobatic display? Welcome everybody to this series of Crew Room Conversations. Today I have with me one such special guest, Group Captain Ramji. Ramji has been a part of the Surikiran Aerobatic Team, and uh, Surikiran Aerobatic Team has been something that I've always been extremely, extremely passionate about. It has always excited me to see the Surikiran Aerobatic Team perform. Because I used to be in the Air Force Academy, and then uh, every uh, passing out parade. they used to perform so i definitely wanted to have some guest from surikiran aerobatic team and who else than my dear friend uh, ramji so ramji welcome welcome to the show thank you so much sir thank you an absolute honor that you have uh, chosen me to uh, represent the surikiran aerobatic team and it was an honor for me to wear the red overalls and represent uh, indian air force showcase its professionalism to the country and to all the uh, civilian public and uh, and again an absolute honor once again to be uh, telling stories to the quintessential storyteller of indian air force <laughs> uh, our story go uh, our story our story of our friendship goes back almost uh, two decades ramji so pleasure having you and uh, just for the introduction of you know ramji to the our uh, viewers uh, ramji has had a wonderful wonderful uh, tenure or stint or uh, career as one would call it with indian air force Uh, he's been a MiG-29 pilot. He's been a part of the Surikiran Aerobatics team, an instructor, and also been having done the duty of a very coveted appointment of being a directing staff at a prestigious institute called as Defence Services Staff College, Wellington. So, a person with a phenomenal amount of experience in fighter flying, and of course, uh, his one of the roles that he did in Island Scat, he was mentioning, was that he used to handle the PR. That is, he was the PRO of uh, the Scat Aerobatic team. so we're going to have some great conversations ramji and to begin the conversations i want to straight away jump into the formation flying as such and i can see uh, like any other scat uh, proud uh, red overall boy you are wearing the scat uh, t-shirt so so what is it it's a nine aircraft formation team what is scat all about uh, scat is an uh, entirely voluntary team as you can call it it's a nine aircraft aerobatic team so only one of the four uh, formation nine aircraft formation aerobatic teams in the world and uh, right now we fly the hawks we have flown the kiran earlier and much before that in the role of thunderbolts we flown the hunter aircraft of the uh, uh, indian air force and uh, we show go around india and outside the countries to friendly uh, international countries and uh, showcase the indian air force's professionalism and also to bring out the pride of indian air force and india as a nation to the uh, public out amazing amazing now you just mentioned we are one of the four and uh, really a proud moment for each one of us of course the air warriors but even as a as a civilian you know the entire country to uh, have an aerobatic team of our own and there are just four of them in the world so 
uh, one of the things that is always, you know, I've interacted with many of you and a few of my coachmates also have been from ISCAT. I've always uh, loved to interact with them on a very important topic when we talk of teams. And here is where I want to draw the attention of uh, or ask you, Ramji, that when we talk of teams, you always say that we want to have the best of the team. My mantra when I was commanding officer used to be, I don't decide my team. So whoever is given to me by the air headquarters, I will work together with that individual to form a good team. So my question or my, uh, you know, if you can throw some lights on, light on the fact that when a person enters into the SCAT team, how does the bonding take place? So you hit the nail on the head. Sir. It's uh, for us, though it's a voluntary organization, we work on the people that Indian Air Force has given us. And it is our responsibility to make the team. It is not just that I want to work with the team or I've been forced to work with the team. It is my responsibility to make the team of the people whom we have. And every person works as a leader there, not just the person on top. At every stage, everybody is a leader. You volunteer, the Air Force, in its wisdom, decides who are the people who can come in for the trials. During the trials, you send them through a few exercises, not just to test their skills out, but also a various other few, what appears to be mundane exercises. And after that, you say whether the person is fit or not fit. Once the person is fit, then the choice is up to the air, for air headquarters to send whoever they feel like, whoever they can spare, and in their uh, uh, wisdom, can, uh, appear, you know, can be best suited for the team. We work with them, we all work together, and we form the team that we are. Some we would know from earlier, some would be absolutely brand new, you know, strangers whom we start working with and make the best out of them. Sure. So a person comes and joins your Surabatic aerobatic team, Surakiran aerobatic team, and within a short span, he gets into the group, so as to speak. And there you are going to be in air and doing shows and performing with almost, uh, you know, watertight precision. And you are doing maneuvers wherein the amount of skill that is required is phenomenal, and more importantly, the amount of trust on the next person. So any reflections or any of your memories wherein uh, either you were struggling or some of your friends were struggling to, you know, actually match up to the team requirements and how, how do you guys overcome this kind of thing? So why speak about friends? So let me tell about myself. When I went into the team, I did have a little problem adjusting to the uh, requirements of uh, aerobatics, formation aerobatics. And it is not the same. Your skill set, you're really good at what you do. That's why you're being first selected to come into the team. But those skill sets, how do you transfer them to aerobatic teams are different. I did go through trouble. I was having you know, I was finding it difficult to stay in positions to carry out certain maneuvers. And then came along, uh, you know, later, Arunaksh Nandi was member of the team, but I had not flown with him earlier. He came, sat with me, we did one sortie, and then he told me, you know, where I was, what I was doing wrong, where I was probably looking wrong, and therefore reacting wrong, and getting my maneuvers wrong. A few inputs, and there it was, and that was the end of my troubles. Mm. But, and a year later, I was exactly in the same position as him where somebody else was having a trouble in a different aspect of the flying and I could help out the best is one. It's, it's about a, a instructor clicks to you and it works. It's not that everybody else didn't try, but this particular aspect of mentoring is a continuous aspect. So it's, there's always continuous talk. Somebody's continuously telling you, everybody gives their inputs. Everybody's experience counts. When you talk of Surakiran nine, nine aircraft aerobatic team, uh, once a position is selected, does the person fly in that position itself or is there a, some kind of a, a change of uh, assignment or change of position? Oh, there is a lot of change of position, sir. If I may, uh, you know, use this as an example. Sure, sure. Right up there is a team leader. 
Yeah. He is on his second tenure. The right. first tenure, he doesn't. Nobody flies there. It's only the team leader who flies there, who has earlier flown in one of or two of these positions. Apart from that, before he comes there on his second tenure. Right. When one joins the team, they either join in the outermost limit, either here okay. as number five or as number six here. Right. You train here. You go through one season of display, which is about six months of display. Right. Before you move inwards, either towards a leader or you move into these positions, which are uh, you know for more difficult. Right. And uh, thereafter, that's a progress which happens. And uh, it's all it's all about at every position. It involves a lot of retraining. Right. And uh, you you get you go through those number of sorties, get those hang of it, yeah. and because every two member you know leaves the team every six months, right. so you get trained into the new position before the member goes, and there you are performing a new rule that also keeps you on the edge. It it prevents you from getting complacent because a new position right. involves new challenges. I I completely can understand what you're saying, and when I talk from a typically a corporate perspective, when we talk of change management. One of the things that we need to understand is the processes have changed. A little bit of organizational structures have changed, but also what changes sometimes is my role. And though, as I'm understanding, I am flying an outer member responsibility, I am gradually moving towards, I would not say a more responsible, but a more watertight compartment. So, so that's the interesting part that every time I have to let go certain things which I learned in the last uh, six months and move to the next. Now, for another understanding of uh, you know our viewers, uh, we always say, how close do you fly? So, can you give me an example? Let's say I know this for sure that we fly what we call as a one wing span. Am I right? Yeah, ideally, sir. But uh, it's about you take one wing span is about ten meters. Okay. And uh, the the distance varies depending upon maneuvers to maneuvers between right. ten uh, one wing span, which is ten meters, to half a wing span, which is five meters. Okay. And though you would it wouldn't appear to you. It is not always that we are flying in this given position. Understood. The aim is that this position or the position is visible to the audience. Uh-huh. So you keep. Uh, sometimes you are flying in an incorrect position, so that right. the viewing angle makes uh-huh. it appear that things are looking correct. So we're pretty much like the doctor. Lots of things happening under the water, but on top is all calm and nirvana on top. <laughs> yeah, you are telling this to a helicopter pilot. So I always always keep saying, Ramji, that what appears to be outsider that the helicopter is hovering steady. You don't know what's happening inside, and as the same for close formation, that the crowd which is there should be able to see that particular maneuver in the best of its. So I, I take this clue and I I quote uh, Brené Brown that we are you know uh, perfectly imperfect. I would say. Absolutely, absolutely, and having couple of uh, done a couple of uh, uh, trips with the uh, helicopter guys and tried a hand at the hover, uh, you 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 pretty much know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so just for the context and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, when we are talking of one wingspan, what essentially we are saying in a typically very easy to understand uh, context is if there are two cars, yeah, and the difference between me and the other car is going to be only one car is going to come between us. Absolutely. And whatever the other car does, that means the lead car does. I have to follow that particular. So if he if he throttles up or if he goes faster, I have to go faster. And at Absolutely. every stage, the difference between me and the other car is going to be one single car. Am I right to understand that? Absolutely, sir. The exact same word, and it's all. And this particular thing, this particular aspect, comes with a lot of training. Comes with a lot of trust sure. because uh, there are times where I am flying uh, in my aircraft at the, in the Kiran. You're flying at 500 kilometers per hour at 20 meters above the ground, and there's one person who's behind me. And since he's behind me, he's obviously slightly below. 
he does not have the time to look at the ground he trusts me he looks at me and he maintains that position now it's my responsibility to ensure that he is not uh, left behind on the ground and that he is with me and he is maintained in the correct position so when you say it's your responsibility to take the man and what i'm understanding is uh in the chain of things that are happening everybody jo main hamesha bolta hu ramji ki hum sab hai hum sab apna kaam karenge to apne aap kaam ho jayega absolutely so you are trying to say that everybody is looking at the guy who's next to him and finally the uh, the whole thing ends up at the leader am i right absolutely you know a lot of times uh, even like i know as a pr everybody is asking who's uh, you know which is the most difficult position in all these nine okay there's nobody no position is more or less difficult right. it might appear that it is very easy for the leader because he is not committing on anybody but imagine right. the amount of stress on him yeah. he has to make the entire display with, you know uh, uh, great to appear for the public so he is to maintain position with respect to them and while at the same time not making it too difficult for eight others so every position is equally difficult and every position is equally easy sure uh, ramji one of the things that happens in a suryakira aerobatic team needless to say is that you have phenomenal amount of trust on your team members so coming from that particular paradigm what does the word trust in team in team members mean to you as such trust and team are synonymous you cannot have a team without trust and let me uh, put it this way when we are in the aerobatic team when i fly in the kiran aircraft that i was flying when you fly at 500 kilometers per hour 20 meters from the ground i've got one person behind me hmm. for him the entire he does not have the time to look at the ground to keep himself safe for him he looks at me maintains his position with respect to me and trust me to hmm. keep him safe right that, that is uh, for me the be all and all of it because one laps from me he gets less than a second to react right and for me uh, he trust his entire life he's got a family he's got to go back home to he trusted entirely on me yeah. that that's what to me is trust is if that if you can understand that it can place yeah. it yeah. across everywhere absolutely absolutely true and it's a, it's such a powerful paradigm that you've just given to us that saying that it is the person is actually risking or trusting his life and he's got a family so here's something that i uh, used to tell my airmen when i was commanding the unit uh, that when you're signing up for aircraft as having said the aircraft is serviceable you're not offering the aircraft or aeroplane to the pilot of course symbolically yes but you're actually telling the family members of the pilot hey guys here is what i'm offering to your dad or your husband or your you know a son and i am convinced 100% that this particular machine is serviceable and that's why i'm offering it to him and that actually uh, changes the entire way to my mind about how we look at each other how we look at team members and once we have the trust the connection happens the connection happens so trust builds again and that's how i think a cycle uh, improves absolutely sir absolutely and the aircraft does not know that it is uh, a whale day who has got uh, thousands of hours flying yeah. uh, in siachen or it's a youngster who's going for his first landing at kumar the aircraft right. doesn't know the environment doesn't know right. so it's for uh, it's it's entirely on the trust that entire system function Yeah, yeah. No, lovely, lovely thoughts on trust. So, so yeah. And what I recollect of uh, being and watching your displays from the ground is that there is always a camera guy who's standing there, who captures the entire thing, and there is a debrief. And obviously, since you know, needless to say, that you're a display aerobatic team, you're the best of the best. There is international crowd. At every time, there is going to be some experts who are going to give you some debriefs or you know some inputs to make the display look better. So, my question to you would be. 
uh, it's not an easy thing to always play up to the gallery, right? Uh, we, we all get tense and uh, that's the way of our work, so as to speak. So how do you guys uh, adapt to this thing that every time you wear that overall and a day of display, uh, is it a, some kind of a switch that happens and says, here we go? Uh, let me put it this way, sir. There is a level of anxiety, which is there. And if I say there was no anxiety, I would be saying lies. And I would also say that that anxiety is very much necessary. Right. Let me just put in an easier context. Uh, in the 70s and 80s, when uh, Gavaskar was batting, you know, you had open, uncovered pitches. He was playing the four for the amazing fast bowlers of West Indians yeah. and uh, West Indies. And he didn't wear a helmet. It's mm. not that uh, he believed in God and that nothing would happen. It's not that he didn't have the anxiety. Right. How he overcame all that was the amount of preparation, the hard work. And that's what happens. So every time you wear, like a, you wear the overall and you go off on display, it's always that the, on the worst of the days, it's a perfect diamond. When I walked into the team, it was told that every practice is a display and every display is a practice. So that keeps running in your mind so that you work, go towards every practice as if it was a display. Work hard to ensure things are correct at every time. And when you go for a display, you put all that at the back to take into the cockpit, the hard work, your preparation and your experience. Go in and perform as if not a single soul is watching and you're going up there to enjoy it so that your mind is not cluttered and you just do what you're supposed to do and not be bothered about whether the PM is there, the president is there, some foreign dignitary is there, 10,000, a lakh of crowd is there or something like Aero India where you've got about what, two, three, four lakh crowd people. You're not bothered about that. You're just doing what you're being trained to do. Don't try out of the, the, the picture, don't try anything new, mm. do what you've been trained to do. So, yeah. so do what you're trained to do and do what you enjoy because you come here as a volunteer, just Absolutely. enjoy and and when you play, when you dance to the music, it automatically turns out to be one of the best dances, something like that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, interesting and uh, when you entered into the team and you have a normally a tenure of three years, am I right? Yes. So I've always been saying this and you also mentioned that the leaders got phenomenal amount of responsibility because every action of the leader has got its repercussions down the down the formation. And of course, he's got the responsibility of maintaining the timing, there is a way of the display and all that. So any reflections or any insights that the time you spend and of course you spend some time later commanding the, uh, or being a part of a very, very prestigious organization. So anything on leadership that you would drive uh, lessons from the Suryakiran team? Absolutely, sir. Let's uh, take it this way. For us, in the aerobatic team, what happens is uh, any small movement by the leader there, it would be uh, visible to the guys immediately close to him after a finite amount of time. Okay. That finite amount of time gets doubled when it goes to the people who are the furthest away from the people, right. from the leader. So therefore, any movement by the leader would be visible after, uh, would be magnified before it goes down to the last person. Mm. So what mm. the crowd gets to see is the largest flapping around of the people who are the farthest away from him okay. without realizing that one innocuous movement by the leader has was what has caused it. But then what also needs to be kept in mind is that the leader has to, like you said, has to play to the gallery. For him, the display has to look correct. He has to cater to the audience below. So therein comes the responsibility of the middle level people or like you would, you would call it or the middle level managers. It's for them to cushion things out for the people who are away so that the flapping around is not visible and everything appears smooth and things are eased out for the people further away from the organ from the uh, pyramidical structure who are as far away. So it appears that things are smoothened out. 
cost. It, 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 it will percolate at some point of time, yeah. but in a more reduced fashion. No, no, lovely, lovely, uh, uh, you know, correlation and analogy and in organizations across. The leader will have to, you are using a word in the gallery, you are saying, using a word saying the display has to look good. Yes. So, so the leader's task is to achieve an objective as given by somebody else, which would be higher formation in our case and somebody else, it could be somebody else. But having understood that a leader is taking certain decisions, he's giving certain inputs and those inputs are going to get reflected down the chain. It is very important point that you're bringing out that the middle level people also have a phenomenal role to play. It is not that and then the flooding takes place at the field level. And that's what we say, that every action of the leader actually makes a difference. So the idea is to calm down the ripples in such a manner that the least amount of difference is at the lowest level. Wonderful. Yeah. So, so what, what you said is absolutely, it, it, the correlations, it cannot be more, uh, uh, you know, succinctly put. And the fact is, it's, it, it's a direct uh, uh, impact, like what we have, what you see in the team to what you see in any organization. I've carried this when I was uh, okay, back to the fighter squadrons because it's so easy to understand that this is the way things are going to work. And uh, like they say, uh, uh, the leader, he would rather hang for his convictions than for somebody else's convictions. Lovely. <laughs> I, I just love this last part of yours. I've been saying that, that I would rather be hanged for my beliefs than yours. That's what the Absolutely. leader finally says. Yes. So one of the motivations, and uh, you know it and I know that uh, people like you and me definitely enjoy the spotlight. How does it feel Very after true. the display is over? Uh, sir, let's look at it this way. Like uh, in the army says, uh, Mandir Parade. So even go, us going wearing those red overalls, wearing those uh, Ray-Bans and, uh, you know, carrying those, a lot of goodies which people look out for is also part of the parade. Okay. We are there to showcase the Indian Air Force. So uh, we are there to tell the people that this this life, uh, uh, you know, is, is what you want to look forward to. It is there. But it comes with a lot of hard work. Right. It comes with a lot of hard work, and uh, the one of the part of the training is to be able able to switch on and off that switch to say that now you are on uh, the the professional display of uh, putting up in uh, you know and show in the cockpit. Now you're outside the cockpit. It's also a show. It's about how you put it up and not to carry one into the other. So right. to to be able right. to to keep the difference away. Right. Right. And and being a PRO, uh, any any of your memories that you really enjoyed interacting with the media or the crowd, any or anything that you slipped up and you really were pulled up for something. So any kind of funny anecdote? Oh, lots of them, sir. So you uh, the first uh, time was in uh, PRO, and uh, we had a, a display planned at uh, base, and uh, uh, I sent the invite to uh, all the, uh, the, the the local news, the newspapers, and everybody. And at the same time, we had taken up the case for uh, uh, the, uh, these people to enter the uh, press, to enter the, enter the Air Force station, to cover the display and take the interviews. And uh, kind of word of mouth, everything was appeared that, yes, the, the permissions would come through. So everything we went on till a point of time. And uh, somebody at the senior organizations in their wisdom, and of course, which for valid reasons, they turned around and said, sorry, this particular display cannot be covered by the press. And I got this information uh, about the evening before the display. So next morning, so we had about 30 uh, uh, the, the, uh, people from the media right outside the Air Force Station gate. And uh, th there's no way I'm going to turn them away and neither can I take them in. So you put up stories and tell them and you know things are not, there are you know various reasons why they cannot come in, give them handouts, give them 
CDs, media CDs. You got to cover it up, and that's the last time you realize that okay, wait for the permission to come before you do send up the displays and take up things well in time. Don't put somebody in a spot. <laughs> so Ramji, you you had a fantastic career in the Indian Air Force, and uh, if I was to ask you that anybody, any youngster who's joining any organization across. Uh, if you were to give uh, him any kind of advice to do well in a professional life what would that be i would uh, first say given your 100% hard work uh, always bears results not in the uh, might not appear so in the immediate term but uh, it it does in the long term that old saying of uh, hard work never killed anybody but uh, you know why i be the first is it's good for fun but it's not going to carry you too far and uh, don't go in with preset notions okay go in with an open mind accept the organization romba the organization has survived longer than we have lived right. and go in with prior open mind accept what the organization is we have volunteered to join an organization mm. go in accept it blend into it and give whatever you have carried your experience as you carry it it's very important to pass it on right uh, selfishness doesn't uh, uh, carry too long very good very good i am so happy that you would use the word end because what's important is for me when i join an organization and you are also driving uh, my attention to the fact that it could be a larger organization it could be a smaller subset called as this unit or that unit of the indian air force when i join in it is my responsibility to blend in into that given set of structures and systems and once i am comfortable with that then i use my influence my knowledge to change the things a little bit which i think would work more efficiently so wonderful wonderful thoughts and uh, here's something i'm inviting you to do you know uh, my image of a surya kiran guy is definitely a smart uh, i would not use the word young looking because to your god bless you ramji you are too young for <laughs> and you you may stay like this forever so i, I my my memory of a surya kiran guy is a red overalls wearing the white t-shirt inside with his position and of course the ray-ban so i'm going to invite you to wear your ray-bans before i sign you off so are they with you Uh, very much sir but with the caveat that you uh, you join me in doing so oh you 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 know how much of a fan of raven i am absolutely so I, i i always have it next to my study table so you guys wearing the ravens the both of us <laughs> and uh, here's uh, here's something that i want to really think say from my bottom of my heart that may the display pilots present the best of the displays to the world may the world look up to the indian air force pilots for their precision their trust their camaraderie that they show in air and may that inspire hundreds and thousands of ramjis who would one day become the best of the fighter pilots and the best of the surya kiran aerobatic team members so ramji thank you very much it's been uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to understand your thoughts on variety of topics including how to do well uh, in service or in any organization and uh, i look forward to meeting you more often uh, now that we are out of the air force and you're going to be flying in and out of pune thank you so much sir and thank you for inviting me and uh, it's an awesome thing that you're doing there's so much the air force has taught us we have given whatever we could to the organization given the time that we had and to the youngsters it's time for us to give this back to whoever uh, to the people outside and what to get to do, put in our two bit into what we think like you said are things which can be better which can be improved and you're doing an awesome awesome job on uh, for that thank and you. thank you for inviting me for the for this thank lovely you. talks So that was it ladies and gentlemen signing off from the crew room conversation your host Nitin Velde with my special guest Ramji until we meet next time thank you and jai hind Thanks for listening I hope you enjoyed this sochcast what is your soch 
Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own Sochcast at Sochcast. Apni Soch Dunia Ko Sunao. Sochcast.